This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. (laughs) At the core of our very existence is how we feel And these feelings are intricately tied into our day-to-day existence and how well we adapt to the never-ending stressors of life. To be unhealthy or unwell emotionally, mentally or physically, is to be vulnerable at the deepest level of our humanity. This puts us at risk of developing further problems with our health, finances and relationships, on the job and in our spiritual life. We are only as strong as our weakest link, and all areas of our life are interconnected. To be strong, on the other hand, is necessitated by joy. Joy will fuel and empower us through all obstacles, and it's vital to overcome chronic disease. It's okay, and oftentimes necessary, to get help. If you suffer from chronic disease of any sort, It is important to seek support from a qualified professional if it's impacting your mental well-being. As well-intentioned as our loved ones may be, they are oftentimes unable to help us through those rough times, and having someone stable in your life to act as an anchor can make all the difference in the world. Valeria Telles interviews Dr. Eric Zielinski, the author of The Essential Oils Apothecary, Advanced Strategies and Protocols for Chronic Disease and Conditions. Dr. Eric Zielinski has pioneered natural living and biblical health education since 2003. Trained as an aromatherapist, public health researcher, and chiropractor, Dr. Z started the naturallivingfamily.com in 2014 with his wife to help people learn how to use natural remedies like essential oils safely and effectively. Now visited by more than 3 million natural health seekers every year, Natural Living Family has rapidly become the number one online source for biblical health and non-branded essential oils education. Meet Dr. Z at naturallivingfamily.com. Here is the interview with Dr. Eric Zielinski. In your own words, who is Dr. Eric Zielinski? 
Well, Dr. Eric Zelensky, also known as Dr. Z, is a man on a mission to help people experience an abundant life free of the chronic disease and conditions that plagued him as a youth and as a young adult. He's a man who loves his family, who loves his God, and who's very much heart-centered and focused on doing his part to making the world a better place. Do you consider that the purpose of your life at this time what has been? And if he, yes, how did you discover that? Definitely the defining purpose of my life, and one may even say my destiny, I, I feel that just a manifestation of the role that I play and how I make the world a better place. And it wasn't until I was 23 years old that I got a clearer glimpse of what it is. And now that I've been living this out specifically and even professionally now the last six, seven years, it everything all came into one where, you know, you can't separate the spirit from the body. You can't separate the mind from the soul. You can't separate how you live how you eat, how you work, how you breathe, how you interact with people. And at the crux of a lot of it, I've learned and I've realized that the crux of a lot of it is how well we manage our body because as spiritually enlightened you may be or think you are or how much of a religious zealot you are with keeping your rules and regulations, uh, how you know, disciplined you are to earn as much money as you can and work as much as you need. Ultimately, if your body is not in a position where it is able to react to and respond to the stressors of life, if your body isn't thriving, if your body isn't in a position where it could fight disease, you're going to struggle in those other areas. And that's where I talk about those seven keys, those seven areas of the abundant life. And it dawned on me that any one of the areas of life that may be suffering or may be lacking, it will bring you down in the other areas of life. So for example, you're only as strong as your weakest link in any chain. So there's a spiritual component to your life, a physical, a mental, and emotional. I believe there's a financial and occupational, like what you do all day, how do you provide for your living, and, and a social, how you interact with people. In my opinion, virtually every aspect of your life can be can be fit into one of those seven areas. And you really are only as strong as the areas that are the weakest. And so I found that for most people, the weakest link is their physical health. And that's apparent. That's apparent with the rising cases of infection, disease, cancer, the fact that in America, more than 50% of people are clinically obese, children as well. One third of all adults on the planet have what's known as fatty liver disease. You know, 20% of all children in the world have skin disorders like eczema, psoriasis, and other autoimmune conditions. And you start to think, our, our what I consider my earth suit is really weighing me down. It can be weighing me down. It's weighing people down as a whole, which prevents the spirit, the mind, the soul, the body from elevating. And so my role, as much as I am spiritually grounded in doing what I do, my role, I believe, my purpose is to help people bring back like, okay, you got to take care of the temple. You really got to take care of the temple. And especially for people that are mission-driven, purpose-driven, it's so important because it's easy. Oh, it's easy to forget. It's easy to sneak by. It's easy to cheat. That's why I hate diets. 
with cheat days in them, right? It's easy to let go. It's easy to think, well, I'm just going to meditate more or I'm going to pray more. Or I'm going to do better works or I'm going to do, no, no, no. We have to be balanced. And that's really the whole message. And my message, again, there's great people that teach about financial security and peace. There's great people that teach about spiritual enlightenment. There are wonderful teachers out there on how to maintain and, and build a robust marriage and family relationship. I'll leave that to the experts. But one thing I feel really a call from God is to be like, look, this is how I got well. I could speak from experience. And this is how I think you could get well too, by just at least trying these things. And as my re as my background as a public health researcher comes into play, I try to marry science and practicality together because what's the point of all these tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of research trials on the tomes of the internet if they don't apply to people on their day-to-day -day level. And so a lot of what we see in science and research is just wasted. It's wasted in academia. It's wasted in textbooks. And no one gets a chance to really understand how to apply it to their life. And that's really what I feel, if I, there is such a thing as like a superpower, it's one thing that I feel is one of my gifts that I, I could understand and see what the science says and communicate it in a way that, you know, my next door neighbor, my mom and dad, the people I work with, they understand. And so I do feel I'm fulfilling a very unique role. And it's wonderful because I believe we all have a unique role. And once we fulfill that, that's when, you know, that proverbial utopia can happen on planet Earth. Yeah, that's a, a very interesting idea. So with that in mind, I have a question for you about destination or goal. Is there a goal for healing and imbalance? or they are always ongoing processes happening every day, moment by moment? In my, we could define health in a variety of different ways, yet what is very obtainable, and I would suggest should be and could be the goal of everyone, is to live a life without chronic symptoms, nagging conditions, and disease. It is very possible to wake up in the morning with a decent enough amount of energy where you don't need a cup of coffee just to get out of bed. It's very possible to get on with the day without having to take an Advil or an ibuprofen just to deal with the pain. It's very real, tangible reality for people to be able to experience stressors or even potentially traumatic events like we've all experienced through this pandemic one way or another and not have to succumb to alcohol or even a pharmaceutical or a narcotic to deal with the the trauma that that dealt with. Imagine a life where things just work. Imagine a life when you're an adult, as an adult. Imagine a life that you have the excitement of life, the energy, the passion, and the lack of just symptoms and disease that a child has. And that's something that's been an eye-opening experience for me. We have five beautiful young children. And yes, they have their issues. And, and, you know, this is not counting the seasonal flu or things like that. Like those things are inevitable. I mean, you're just going to be around stuff. But when I look at my kids, they're pretty healthy pretty much all the time. And then when they're awake, they have lots of energy. They have this lust, this, this vibrancy for life. And then when they sleep, they put their head on the pillow, they go to bed, they wake up, they're ready for it again. Like what happened to that? 
like what age does that disappear? For everyone, it's just different. Sometimes in your teens, sometimes in your 20s and 30s. But I want to let people know that you can be excited about life, healthy, without symptoms, without the need to take. And here's one thing. Here's a challenge. What I teach, especially in this new book, The Essential Oils Apothecary, it's all about advanced strategies and protocols for chronic disease and conditions. What I teach is not to have you have to and be reliant on using essential oils the rest of your life. That's not the point. And that's a different paradigm. I don't want someone to have to take a certain supplement every single day to balance their blood sugar. In the same way, I don't want to have them have to take metformin or some blood sugar balancing medication. I don't want to have you to take my, you know, diabetes, blood sugar reducing essential oil blend every day. That's not the point. The point is to use what's available through nutrition, natural therapies, you know, mind-body exercises to get you to a place where your body has restored itself. It's regenerated. It is well. Then if you need to, if you do hurt yourself, if you get infected with something, if you get cut and you're trying to, you know, deal with bruising or pain or infection or you got a headache or you know, you have a really, really bad day and you're sad. I mean, you have things at your disposal that you know how to remedy that and overcome that. That's really, to me, this lifestyle. That's this lifestyle that I call the abundant life is doing well, being balanced in all seven of those areas that we mentioned and having things readily at your disposal that you know that you could go to to help you when you need it. Yeah, it really sounds to me like this is coming from a, a mind or perhaps a spiritual connection that you speak of that is balanced, that's already um, at a different level of, let's say, not consciousness, but a different, an advanced level. <laughs> not all of us, um, unfortunately, are there yet or consider that life can be very unpredictable and we have very little control, if any. So that is, uh, it might be a challenge, but it's a wonderful idea and vision, isn't it? Something that I believe in and I practice, of course, but sometimes it does get out of balance, things around emotions, especially for women when we, uh, every month. And I love the idea of feeling the feelings and flowing with life, whatever it's happening and not trying to control it and not trying to stop the feelings or the flow of energy from doing what it does. Well, there's a point, I think there's a lesson to be learned there. There's a lesson where very real, a very real true reality is that we're not victims of our circumstances and we have a lot more control than what we think. And that's where, that's a, that I think is a, a statement that most everyone can agree with. Like we have more control than we may think. We have more control of how we respond to things. And that's the take-home message is you can't stop stressors of life, but you could definitely change how you react to them. And there's something that the the United States military always used to say, um, proper planning prevents um, poor performance. And there's something that, that is something that we all can adapt to So what does that mean? It means 
having some frozen meals prepared, the healthy frozen meals prepared in your freezer so that when you don't have time to make a fresh meal, well, you can go in the freezer and get something, right? A healthy version of it. Or it means, well, next time, you know, if there's a huge run on the consumer because they're so afraid of quarantine, everyone goes, buys hand sanitizer and soap and you can't find it at the store. Well, you you don't worry because you know how to make your own. Or it's just this mentality where what can you do to prepare to make your life a little more enjoyable when things happen? And for us, that's like having certain essential oil blends ready or having certain oils in our diffuser throughout the day or it might be you know eating certain foods or being prepared the reality is this we can prevent and that's really the premise and that that's really the purpose of our teaching in this new book in the context of chronic disease the definition of chronic disease is it's, it's chronic meaning it took years and years and years to develop it's not like you woke we, you're not going to wake up tomorrow with cancer and you be cancer-free today. It's impossible. You might wake up tomorrow and get diagnosed. That's a different story. But cancer, Alzheimer's, stress, anxiety, depression, these are chronic conditions that take years to develop. And what all chronic diseases, what they all share, including arthritis, including fatty liver, heart disease, stroke, COPD, they all share one thing that many people don't know is that they're highly preventable and treatable naturally. And that makes you think, okay, how much control do I really have? And this is straight from all different global and world health um, institutions. This is, this is ubiquitously understood from a scientific level that if you start to change and make specific and very strategic and dare I say, easy to implement and even fun lifestyle changes, your body will start to heal and you'll put yourself in a better situation so that, God forbid, you do get divorce papers served to you or if you find out that your business has to fold or if you lost your job, you will be infinitely at a better position emotionally and mentally and spiritually and physically to overcome that situation. And that's the reality. And that, I hope, does not sound like a metaphysical, spiritual theory. Like that is what I'm trying to teach is basically from the science and the research saying at a basic level that we have the ability to reduce stress and overwhelm and burnout and how our body responds to these things, very practically speaking. And there, I mean, if we have time, I could share one specific research study um, that proved that, by the way, to help people overcome helplessness and hopelessness and burnout, like literally just by smelling orange and vanilla essential oil. They're like, wow, that's pretty profound. So what more do we have control over than maybe what we might not recognize? And that's really the, the, the thesis. That's the purpose of our work. And once someone gets it, at least at the micro level, like, okay, you're saying that if I, you know, use your lavender salve, that it could help, get, help me get a better night's sleep. Well, try it. Or you're saying that diffusing orange and vanilla can boost my mood a little bit. Well, try it. See what happens. And we find a vast majority of people that try at least those little things, they start and they respond 
pretty much all the same way. Because that's, again, this is science. This is how the body reacts to aromatic compounds. This is how the body reacts to nature. And then once that door is open, it's like people start to understand, wow, what more can this do for me? Maybe just not help me sleep better. Maybe just not help me like boost my mood. And then things change. That's the hope. That's interesting. The more I hear you talk about the word control, it might be just the word, but I do believe in, if it is a belief system, in self-awareness. That sounds more like becoming, uh, let's say, yeah, more aware of what's happening now within the body, more introspective, which I call spirituality, going inwards and and kind of breathing the moment to becoming this moment. And by doing that, we open that space for seeing clearly, for seeing with clarity what's happening. But the idea of control, it kind of, um, for some reason, doesn't really resonate anymore. It used to very much. Now it's more... Uh, letting life be life, do what it does without forcing and without fear. Because I see a lot of the idea of trying to control, even when it's something good. I remember trying really, really hard to be healthy all the time and very fit for years. And I was not in a good place emotionally because of that trying, that striving too hard to be, to be that solid, to, to, to stay at a destination per se. So that really got me sick in many ways. Maybe that's the reason why I talk the way I do, because of those experiences I had of trying to control. This is what I called my life, which now I call it just being life, <laughs> not trying to have a life, but to be life itself. Yeah, well, I mean, if control is a trigger word or if it's how we understand that word, another way of saying it is influence. Another way of saying how we respond. I mean, you know, that's my vernacular. That's my semantics. But ultimately, we have the ability to respond to stimuli. I mean, at a basic level, at a basic level. As, as being people, just like Pavlov's dog, right? Look, look at that old ancient study that we all learned in biology class. You know, you ring the bell, the dog salivated because every time the bell was rung, the dog would get fed, right? We need to, we need to hack into that, right? There's this notion of biohacking. We need to, we need to understand that the body will respond, the mind, the soul, the spirit will respond to certain stimuli and we can influence that. We can, we do definitely have the ability to see things and react in a much more positive light or in whatever light that we want. And so, yeah, words like control or others might have a negative connotation for others. To me, it's more of an empowering thing. But yeah, I don't know if the word influence is a trigger, but we can respond and we can influence how our body reacts to things. And if, if there's one thing that we all need and I think could benefit from in this season of life with, with what's happening around us, I mean, to acknowledge that that a significant number of people in the world right now are struggling. I mean, they're really at their wit's end, not knowing how to, how to even get by. We have the ability to respond to the stimuli happening around us to a way where we can overcome, we could find joy and peace, 
not only internally, but externally. And we could be a source of hope and light and love for those people that quite frankly don't have that in them, the ability right now, like they don't even know where to start. I do have a question for you that has to do with spirituality. You mentioned several times the word God. What, who, and where is God to you? That's that's a question that I don't know if I'm completely prepared to answer, quite frankly. I, I, I share a Judeo-biblical understanding of an all-loving, all-kind God and is in very much in a spiritual relationship form. It's not a religion that I practice per se. And I have definitely experienced the love of God in a variety of ways in my life and the freedom of things that subjected me to pain. Um, you know, people call it sin, things that produce darkness in my life, things that caused me to hurt emotionally and mentally. And so I, I've, I was given an opportunity, I believe, to receive that enlightenment that God truly loved me. And I do believe that there is one single God and some people call him by different names. And I do believe that, that his son Christ lived on this planet to shape the way for us to live and spend all eternity. So your books, you have been talking about them throughout uh, the conversation so far, the essential oils, advanced strategies and protocols for chronic disease and conditions. And then the first book, The Healing Power of Essential Oils. I do use essential oils and I love them. But I do notice that sometimes it might be the way I do it. I, I might put too much, too many drops because they get me, the body responds differently and sometimes not too well. So my question is, are essential oils safe or do we have to be prescribed the way in your books, beautifully written? How many drops? You have so many formulas and recipes and suggestions. Well, like anything... Someone can use or misuse a supplement and you'll probably get a tummy ache right now, right? I mean, if you think about, there's a lot when it comes to balance. This goes back to balance. This goes back to a lot of it can be considered common sense, just a little bit, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. And so what we do is we teach people how to harness the healing power of essential oils safely and effectively. And you always dilute them. If you ingest them, it's in gel capsule form or a drop or two in your food. There are ways that you want to do it. But yeah, there, there are dosing um, recommendations that come from the aromatherapy and safety text. And there are recommendations coming from the science and the literature. And that's what we do. We just teach people. But, you know, once you get the basics, it's pretty straightforward and you'll learn it within minutes, within minutes. So many ways of using them. I actually never had heard of something that you mentioned in your books, a different way of using it, the aromatherapy necklace. I never heard about that. That caught my attention. Yeah, it's a beautiful, it can be. It's a piece of jewelry, um, oftentimes a beautiful piece of jewelry that has some sort of felt pad or cotton pad or any sort of porous material. That's what essential oils are. They're volatile organic compounds. Volatile meaning they readily evaporate at room temperature. Organic meaning they're carbon-based. 
And compound meaning there are several, up to 150, 200 plus chemicals in each essential oil. And chemicals meaning menthol, pinene, limonene. These are plant-based chemicals that once you inhale, once you ingest, once you apply topically the right way, has a prescriptive physiological response on the body. So this is like medicine. And it's also very much akin to what our ancestors used to do, burning leaves, burning incense. There's a reason. There's a reason they did that. And there's a reason they were drawn to it very much instinctively, um, the benefits it has on the mind and on the soul. Mm, yeah, I love them. I love uh, sage and all that, those smells. I have lots of diffusers around my house. Do you recommend that we actually do it every day, have diffusers on every day, every moment of the day? Well, what does your life look like without essential oils? Do people, um, meaning, do you have plugins or aerosols or candles? Most people that I know, and many people in America and other industrial countries, they have synthetic fragrances always, all the time, all over them. Whether it's, again, plug-ins or whether it's your, your toilet spray or whether it's your cleaners or your body care. So what we do is we take that mentality and we just, we literally threw those out because those are very toxic to the body. And we replace those with essential oil-based products. So if you enjoy having or if you, if you like the smell of a, of a plug-in or of an aerosol being emitted throughout your day, well, then you'd probably do really well having a nice aromatic essential oil diffuser um, because there's zero side effects. We do encourage people to use them throughout the day as they feel led and as what's comfortable. And there are also, again, very prescriptive ways to do them, things that can help with seasonal threats to keep you healthy and to fight off things like viruses and fungi and bacteria. They're very effective at that. Yeah, I have heard, have read, and I have tested too, used. I usually don't do it all the time. With my candles, I use them. I think they are, they call them natural wax or some sort of, uh, no chemicals. I have no chemicals around my house, mostly cleaners and vinegar. So everything's very natural. I do like the idea of being intuitive with everything that we use, with food, everything, just uh, as needed, not all the time. I do have actually lots of questions for you. There's another one here about CBD and essential oils. Can they be integrated somehow? CBD is a wonderful, wonderful therapy for a variety of different things, especially with pain for sleep, for stress. And yes, the chemical constituency in essential oils blends very well with the chemical constituency in CBD. So with our capsule solutions, especially some of them like the pain remedies that we recommend, having CBD inside of that is very effective for the topical solutions that we're looking at and the preparations to help people with a variety of things, even stomach aches and digestive concerns, using CBD with essential oils can be very effective as well. So let's see. I have another question. In your book, you mentioned something, the healing power of forgiveness therapy. Before I ask you my final questions, Eric, please talk to me about that. It caught my attention to this topic. Well, what was interesting when I was researching about chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia, they found a commonality within many of the patients that there was feelings of being hurt, um, wronged. Essentially, they harbored 
feelings of unforgiveness and bitterness towards people that are, that that they felt, and you know, no one's discounting that it, it happened, but they felt wronged. And what researchers discovered was that once someone lets that go and practices what's known as forgiveness therapy, like the pain went away. It was almost like a magic pill. It was a burden. It was an emotional, spiritual, and mental burden. And it's not to excuse somebody. It's not to make allowance for. You don't even have to ever see someone or talk to them again if they hurt you, abused you, traumatized you. But but like like I understand that to be, having unforgiveness in your heart for someone is like drinking poison and expecting someone else to get hurt. You have to let go. And, and walking and maybe you need therapy, you might need a counselor, you might need support, maybe talk to a loved one to help you. But the, the physical, the physical benefits, specifically with pain and fatigue, the physical benefits are profound and they're, they're quite frankly well-established in, in the scientific research. I do have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. Would you like to add anything or read a passage in one of your books? You know, I think we covered a lot of information. I, I would just want to encourage people to, if you are interested in using natural therapies like essential oils to help with just making your life a better life, more enjoyable, less pain, better sleep, more robust love life, helping you, um, helping your body, just giving your body the support that it needs to thrive. Just, just I encourage you to pick up a copy of the book and and see what you think. I mean, we have a lot of solutions for a lot of different things. And we find that people that start slow and that don't allow the overwhelm, that they really thrive in this in, in this way of life. And that's it. I want to, if anything, leave you with enjoy the process and not get overwhelmed by the huge list of things that you could do. Because that's really what causes a lot of people to not live a life that they really enjoy is they just it's called paralysis by analysis they end up not knowing what to do because so many things are at them and that's what we try to teach focus on the low-hanging fruit things that are budget friendly and you'll find yourself enjoying the process along the way mm, yeah that's a beautiful message thank you and two more questions what is another word for life abundance i love that and my last question is, what are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? Well, three things I know for life, in context of the conversation, in context of the book, I believe and I know that God has gifted our body with the remarkable ability to heal itself under the right conditions. And it's our job to do our part. I do believe it. I do believe that we can do a lot of things to make this body respond very well to the things around us. And so that's number one, is our body will regenerate and heal. Number two, I believe that we have ample opportunity and everyone has the same opportunity to live and enjoy an abundant life. And to go back to the question you asked about who God is and what God is, I do believe that God is love. Yes, a billion times to that, <laughs> to that wisdom. Thank you, Eric, for saying that again. 
I want to thank you again for your presence, what you do, how you do it, this beautiful intention to help yourself and others at the same time and everything else in between. Thank you. And before we say goodbye, where can we find more information about you, your books, products, services, and future projects? Yeah, my book, uh, The Essential Oils Apothecary, just published. It's available everywhere books are sold. And Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, wherever you want to go. And if you want to watch my wife and I make a series of the recipes from the book, we will record a masterclass video lessons that we want to give you for free as a gift for buying the book. You can go to eoapothecary.com and pick up a book, sign up for the bonuses, and let's start making these together. I'll have the link on your podcast profile too. Thank you so much again, Thank and you. we'll talk soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Dr. Eric Zielinski and his work, please visit naturallivingfamily.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.